another episode of Mark's Takes. We're recapping another week of Clippers basketball today. These weeks, man, they just fly by. And I feel like, you know, they just fly by. And I'm here again Monday talking about another week of Clippers basketball. I really like doing these recaps. So let's just get right into it. So last Sunday, Clippers lost to the Kings. And that was the first time the Clippers had lost two games straight all season. They were the last team to not lose two consecutive games in a row. And that's over, done with lost to the Kings. I think it was definitely a winnable game. Kawhi was pretty bad. He had 20 points, 10 rebounds. Like, that was an off game for him. He still had a double-double, but, like, you know, we lost by three points. He had 20 points. If he had, you know, 26, we win the game. So, just an off game. Wasn't good. Lou Williams was good, though. I mean, like, I'm definitely going to talk about that in this episode. Lou Williams was really good. We couldn't stop De'Aaron Fox. That's the Reggie Jackson effect. You know, when you don't have a guard that can play defense, it's tough. So that's what that's what happens. De'Aaron Fox goes off. Definitely an all-star in my books. 36 points. The Reggie Jackson effect, man. It's definitely it's bad, but luckily... The Reggie Jackson solo tour ended to on Wednesday night versus the Timberwolves in a thriller. Um, I, I think thriller is an exaggeration, but the Clippers were just horrible in the first half. Like, really lazy, really tired. Seemed like they didn't want to play. Carl Anthony Towns returned um after being out for like 10 games, 14 games, returned and he was cooking us early in the first half. The lineup was not working. The Clippers were going big and then they ch- they changed to a small lineup in the second half and they actually had Batum guard Towns and that worked a lot better. A really good adjustment by Ty Lue and I honestly can't say that if that was Doc, I don't know if I would have I don't know if he would have made that adjustment. I like Ty Lue. He makes those good halftime adjustments. And Kawhi Leonard was absolutely nuts. He had 36 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Definitely should be in the top 5 MVP. I mean, that's crazy. 36 points. But we also can't forget about our dear friend who was on the trading block about two weeks ago. One week ago, really. Our dear friend Lou Williams had 27 points five rebounds and four assists in Paul George's absence I mean he's really stepped up he's been really good he's averaging about 21 points a game since Paul George getting 2018 flashbacks out of Lou right now which is honest so great I think that he looks really good he looks happy and then the Clippers went on to Chicago on the road And Kawhi had another dominant performance, 33 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. That was a great game for him. I mean, that mid-range was, it was was unstoppable in that third quarter. And then we also got to talk about Marcus Morris. He was lights out from 3. He had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and Lou Williams had 17 points. So there's definitely a lot of contributions in Paul George's absence. I think a lot of people have stepped up. Number one, probably being Lou Williams. Number two, Morris. Uh, Leonard, uh, uh, Luke Kennard was not good. He had three points. He was benched pretty much in Terrence Mann. 
plays over him technically, but Patrick Beverly was huge. I think the return of Patrick Beverly in, on that two-game road trip was huge. Levine still had 26 points, but, you know, that's containment with Patrick Beverly guarding him the majority of the time. Kobe White only had 17. That's the Patrick Beverly effect right there. And it was really good to see Patrick Beverly back. He looked happy. I just hope that he stays healthy, obviously, because, I mean, he's a bit injury prone. So I feel like, you know, I hope that he he sticks around for the long run and, like, stays healthy. That's my main uh, hope for him. You know, I obviously want him to score, play defense, but I want him to stay healthy right now. And then Clippers finish off the two-game road trip, 2-0, and and then they go home last night to host the Cavs. No Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard. It doesn't even matter. You know why? Because we got Lou Williams, 30 points, 10 assists. I mean, Lou, that's absolutely nuts. That's 2018 Lou. He had a double-double, 30 points, 10 assists. Absolutely vintage game last night. Really good game. Serge Ibaka, got to talk about him too. He almost had a double-double. He had 21 points, 9 rebounds. Really good stuff out of him. I think that was one of his best games for sure as a Clipper, I want to say. Like, I think a top three game. He was rolling in the first half. I think that was definitely the best first half I've seen out of Ibaka. He was, he was looking real good, and we needed him especially because... Jared Allen was, he was rolling at first. I mean, he had 15 points. That's a great job defensively. Um, Drummond was out, and it's been reported Drummond is not playing anymore until they trade him, which is honestly probably the best for the Cavs. I think they're honestly better without him and better, you know, keeping Jared Allen as the starter and then having McGee off the bench. But, yeah, great game. Let's see. Marcus Morris, 23 points. I mean, he's been a sniper He's been a sniper so far uh, from three. Just confidently shooting it. Really, really good. 23 points in 26 minutes. And uh, Lou Williams had 30 points in 32 minutes. And he was the leader. I guess him and Reggie, they both played 32 minutes, which is crazy. Lou Williams, he started yesterday. Killed it. Uh, Terrence Mann, a quiet eight and six, but, you know, it may not show up on the stat sheet, but what he does is so helpful. He's so impactful every night. Sometimes I prefer him over Luke Kennard. Luke had 12-4. and four. Not bad, honestly, because he's been really struggling. I don't think he's out of the woods yet with me with regards to his play. Like, he just... I saw what he could do last night because, like, you know... I, I know what he's capable of. He can shoot it, and, you know, he's a he's a good player. I'm trying to say this nicely, but he is a good player. He's just very shy and not shooting it, and he passes up really great shots for a horrible, you know, contested fadeaway, one-legger. I'm like, dude, just shoot it. Like, be confident with your ability to play basketball because we all know you can play Clearly, the Clippers do because they offered him that massive contract before he had even stepped on the court, which I question more and more every day. You know, he still, he still, you know, he scores 12 points, but it's like 64 million. 
I mean, that's, I think Marcus Morris worth every penny, to be honest, every penny. He's very consistent every night. Luke Kennard, no. I mean, that contract is brutal. And to trade him, I'm not sure anyone is going to want that contract. I mean, it's brutal. I don't know why you would offer him an extension before he'd even played. That does not make sense to me. Obviously, I'm not a manager. I'm not a president, CEO of a basketball team. But it's like, why? You don't even know what he's capable of yet. Haven't He hasn't played a game in a full year. And you offer him a $64 million four-year extension. I mean, that blows my mind. But good game last night. Defensively, it was not great. The Clippers allowed 111 points. I really like when they, when they allow under 100 points. Um, but that's going to happen without Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, we got Pat Bev, but there's obviously going to be a lot less defense when those two are not playing. We have another game tonight. We are taking on the Heat. What? Yeah, back-to-back. I'm hoping Kawhi does play, and he just didn't play yesterday because of the back-to-back today. I'm actually not sure the specifics of his injury, but I'm hoping that that was just kind of a, a, a like a load managing, but listed it as an injury so he can play tonight because we definitely need him tonight against the Heat. He has a lower leg contusion. I don't even know what that means. Um, yeah, it says they're TBD. Key news to watch as of three Eastern. This was tweet. This was tweeted twenty seconds ago, guys. I'm on it right now. It says TBD. We really need Kawhi tonight. I think we could do without Paul George, honestly. But we need Kawhi against Jimmy and uh, the Heat. I mean, the Heat are... They're, they're, they're slowly getting better and better. The last time we played them, like, we cannot compare the two because it was like our, you know, G League team versus their G League team. So, yeah, we cannot compare that, that game because it was just... It's, it's going to be completely different if Kawhi plays and... Yeah, so we'll see. I think we need this one badly tonight just because we have this brutal... Our next three games are just freaking brutal. We have the Jazz twice and then the Nets. I mean, that's brutal. I mean, the yeah, the Nets and then the Wizards. So we need this one tonight. I'm, I'm hoping that we can split the series with the Jazz, but we're going to need at least Kawhi. Probably Paul George. I saw videos of him him warming up yesterday, and he looked pretty good. Looked comfortable. Hoping he returns on Wednesday for the game, or Friday, or Sunday at the latest. But we need Kawhi at least tonight. Again, it says they're TBD for the game tonight, which I don't even know what that means. Key news to watch. So, TBD. TBD. Not great. Not, yeah, I mean, the injuries is always a problem, but we need this one tonight, guys. We don't, you know, we need it. We need it bad just because the, the next two games are going to be freaking brutal with the Jazz back-to-back. I think both are on ESPN. Oh, no, Friday's game is on ESPN. We love a primetime game. And then the Nets primetime Sunday, 5 p.m., Nets Clippers. I want my revenge on them really badly. I want my revenge and because that was such a winnable game the last time. So, And if Katie doesn't play on Sunday, I know he's out. 
for the next two games, but we'll see if he plays Sunday. I want the revenge on the Nets really, really badly, and I want it on primetime TV because no better no better way to prove the media wrong than beating the Nets Sunday, 5 o'clock primetime on ABC and ESPN. But yeah, so if Kawhi doesn't play tonight, we're going to need a big night out of everybody. Speaking of big nights in the past week, Lou Williams, I mean, he's been absolutely fantastic. I think I was I was definitely slandering him. Really, really, you know, I was really slandering him. A lot of people were slandering him on Twitter. He was just not there. It just didn't look like he was having fun. And then, boom, he flipped a switch. He's He's been really good in the past, like, Five games, four games. He's been averaging like 21 points. He had 30 last night. Dropped a 30-piece. Lou Williams in year 16, I believe. I mean, that's, that's you know, goat shit. Goat shit out of Lou Williams. Vintage Lou. I really liked it. I really like to see it. And, um, yeah, I mean, if he continues to play like this, don't trade him. Year 17. And, um... You know, don't trade him. Luke Kennard, on the other hand, I'm not sure what you could get with that horrible contract, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I don't know what team is going to take 64 million for for him to average like 10 points. He's Lou Williams over the last five games: 20 points, four assists, four rebounds. It's a small sample size for sure, but I don't know. I think it looks good with regards to you know, his confidence and just getting him back out there in the way, you know, just the way he, we all know he can play. I just hope he gets back to that long term and hope it does seem like that, but I obviously, I don't want to jinx it because I could jinx it and then he'll score like four points tonight, but you know, two, eight, two, eight, this was a week ago. Clippers have made it widely known that Lou Williams is available for trade via Bleacher Report. That was exactly one week ago. Since that tweet, he averaged he's averaged 20 points in Paul George's absence, which is, I mean, just really, really good stuff out of him. And I honestly don't know if that's true. You know, I'm reading off one of those hoops, those hoops Twitter accounts that are never good. And the Clippers front office usually stays pretty quiet about, you know, what what they're doing internally. So we actually never know. But, you know, I think that they were probably thinking about it by the trade deadline. So we'll see. I think if he continues to play like this, keep him, keep him, keep him. Because, you know, if he's scoring 2018 Lou, I like it. I don't think he's out of the – I don't think he – He's out of the clear for me, but we'll see. I think I need to get like a, I think I need to get like a 10 game sample size, 15 game sample size out of him because yeah, I mean, he's never out of the woods with me just because he could be so shitty. Same with Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard is, he's got a long way to go to get out of the woods with me because he's just been freaking brutal. You know, benched for Terrence Mann. Speaking of Terrence Mann, I love that dude. I love Terrence Mann. I put in my Twitter bio, I'm a Terrence Mann. I'm a Terrence Mann stan, guys. Terrence Mann stan. I just really like what he does. He's defense. We're asking him to guard some of the 
most hardest players to guard in the league, and he plays so well every night defensively. He just stepped up big time in the absence of players when they're out for injury or for, you know, health and safety protocol. Just stepped up big time, and I I really think that he has a really high ceiling, and he's just going to keep getting better and better. Um, and I'm excited to see what he does. I hope he stays with the Clippers long term because I love it, watching his development. But like, if he wasn't on the Clippers, I'd still watch his, you know, development every every game, whatever team he was on, because I really think that he if he just establishes like a consistent shot, you know, he'll be really really good. And I'm excited to see where he goes. I think it's also great that we're finally getting like. A look into this and there was never any player development with the with Doc Rivers but now we're like player development Ty Lu, he loved some good player development obviously like he had to play because of some injuries and some health and safety protocols but also like you know he's getting more minutes he was like the lead he had the most minutes versus the Bulls I believe he had like 33 minutes Terrence Mann did you ever think you would you did you ever think you would read about Terrence Mann being the lead the person with leading the minutes in a game like a year ago hell no hell to the no but yeah I mean I like it I'm just I'm just so excited to see where he goes and I'm so happy that Ty Lue plays plays him and like he's a part of the rotation now that makes me so excited because I feel like Doc with Doc he was just rotting away on the bench just rotting away so I'm really excited to see where he goes and just continue watching him develop but yeah right so we're taking on the heat tonight let's go clips I'll be live tweeting the game pregame show on Periscope haven't done one in a while because I've been at work, but I'm definitely going to do one tonight. All right, I'll catch you all later. Peace.